So um, I'm going to share a testimony, and then we're going to get into the Word. So um, I had a friend that I've known probably since he was probably about, mm, probably about five years old. And um, we grew up together, ran together, did some things that were not so good together. And, and then when I came to the Lord, I've been trying to get him to come to the Lord ever since. And, uh, and then we've had, we had, we had a issue and basically I had, I had some unforgiveness toward him and the Lord said, you need to, you basically need to forgive him. And, uh, so I did and I started praying for him and I've been praying for him for about a year and a half to, uh, to accept Jesus. And, um, about, about three weeks ago, um, he messages me on Facebook and he's like, uh, he's like, are you still going to church? And I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to church. I was like, why? He's like, well, I started going to church. I said, okay. I said, I said, I said, you know, what, what caused you to do that? He said, I just felt like I needed to go. I said, well, now the next, que- the next question I asked him, I said, have you surrendered your heart to Jesus? And I didn't get, a, I didn't get a, an answer back for two days. So two days later, he messaged me back on Facebook, and he said, I just want you to know that I've been going to church for about approximately four months, and I have given my heart to Jesus. You know, so that's an answer to prayer, you know, because I've been praying for a year and a half for him to, to get right with the Lord. So, so I'm just, just thankful for that, so... So I'm going to pray, and we're going to, we're going to get into what God has for us this morning. So, so, Holy Spirit, we just welcome you in this place. I pray, Father, that every heart, every ear would be attentive to what, to what you're saying. And, um, and I pray, Father, that, that, that your word would um, come out of my mouth the way it needs to. And, um, and I just thank you for every person that's in this house this morning. And just pour your blessings on them and, and uh, let them know how much you love them. In Jesus' name, amen. So... This is what's been stirring in my heart for a while, for actually ever since, actually before Adam even came, um, the Lord started talking to me about stewardship and about, about the things that God's given us to take care of. So, so that's what we're going to talk about this morning. So um, uh, if you all got your Bibles or your phones, whatever you want to use, so, and just bear with me because I'm going to take my glasses off for a minute. Um, and we're going to start out, and we're going to be reading from Proverbs 4.23. And let me switch hands here. So, um, actually, um, Linda, can you come up here and do some reading for me? Actually, it'd probably be better just for, for you to come up here and, and read some scriptures for me. I got them right there, right, right there on my phone. I'll just let you know when to stop. Just read that first one for right now. Yeah, just that one. So, so we're gonna. Yeah, you can just sit right there, and and I'll just. You can just. Yeah, yeah I'll just let you know. So, um, so, um, in stewarding things, the Lord was speaking to me about before we can steward anything or anybody, we have to steward our own hearts. Um, so that scripture says, for you know, for for you know, our heart is the wellspring of life. Guard your heart above everything else. Guard your heart because it's the wellspring of life. So God wants us to guard our hearts. 
and take care of our own hearts before we can take care of anybody else or anything else. We have to take care of us. Um, so, and Jesus even did that himself. Jesus took care of himself. He took care of his, 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 his own heart because he went away with the Father and he would spend time with the Father and he would, you know, and he would take care of his own heart. Um, and, and he said for us to go into our, 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 our own prayer closets and, and shut ourselves in there and spend time with him so we can take care of ourselves. Um, because we can't take care of anybody else until we take care of us. You know, that's, that's, that's a big deal. And, um, and that's what the Lord was showing me um, when Adam came. Like, there's still stuff inside of me that, that Jesus needs to take care of. There's stuff still inside of all of us that Jesus needs to take care of. Um, so, Lenny, can you come read another scripture for me? And I'm going to give you this thing, too, so you can, so okay. can hear you. Just hit the, hit the side button there. You have, you know, you don't have an iPhone. Oh, yeah. We got, we got to get you set free. <laughs> You're hilarious. Oh, Matthew 6, 6. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. Okay. So, so that's, that's what I was talking about, just going in to be with, with your Father. And stored in your heart. So Jesus stored his, stored in his heart, and he took care of his heart. So so that's what he wants us to do before we can take care of anybody else. Okay. So he wants us to take care care of ourselves. So um, and uh, so we're going to get into the next scripture. Six two. Share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. Okay. So, so if, if, if we share each other's burdens, and we take care of each other, okay? So, so, th- and this, so, so, so the, first, the first one had to do with, with storing, storing our hearts and storing, storing ourselves. I know Tim's got a, had a thing up there. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm going to follow it correctly, but... but because um, it was stored in your heart, storing um, people, storing your time, uh, money, and storing time. So, storing your storing people. So Adam said something when he came here that I just could not wrap my head around. Um, and I, I went through a, a four week process with the Lord, uh, not four week, but at least four or five days. And I said, I said, Lord, you need to you need to show me what. Because he kept saying, more, more volunteers will bring more people. I said, this, Lord, this, this doesn't make any sense to me. And I kept asking the Lord, what, how does this work? And so what the Lord started showing me, he said, if you steward the people that I've given to you, if we steward the people that God's given the gateway, and we take, we take care of each other, and we build a thing that God has given us, if we, if we take care of each other, God's going to give us more. So, so it's like, if we, don't, if we don't, you know, take care of what we have, it's like God says, if, if you're faithful with little things, I'll give you more. So if we're faithful with the little thing that God's given, given to, to us here at Gateway, 
He's going to grow us, and he's going to give us more. You know, and we have to steward what God has given to us. Um, you know, God has given me Wednesday night, prayer time. He's saying, that's, that's yours to steward. You need to take care of it. Because if I take care of it, it's going to grow. Not just, not just with the presence, but with people. You know, and if, if, we, you know, if we take care of the thing that God has given to us, it's going to grow. But if we don't take care of it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit the ground, you know. And he wants, so he, so, so I believe when Adam came, God gave us a thing of, if we take care of the ministry that God's given to us, it's going to grow. You know, if we steward it well, it's going to grow. You know, if we pour water on it, it's going to grow. You know, but if we don't pour water on it, and we don't put the time, the effort into things, it's not going to grow. It's just like a plant. If you, don't, if you don't water it all the time, it's going to die. It's not going to grow, you know. So, it's, you know, so the things that God has given to us to steward is not going to just, you know, it's not just going to grow on its own. It's going to take us doing our part and putting our part in. And that's everything. That's, that's from cleaning to preaching to sound to prayer to everything. God has given us to be stewards over and to take, to take care of it. You know, this is, this is his house that he's given us to take care of. So we should take care of it to the best of our ability, you know, because, because, because this is a phenomenal facility that the Lord has given to us. And, you know, so, so you know, Jesus wants us to steward it and take care of it well. So, um, so the next thing is going to be, our, be finances. So, and next scripture. It should be John, John 15, 13. Scroll down and you'll see John 15, 13. I I just kind of messed up. 15, 12, 15, 15. Here we go, 13. Yep, 15, 13. That's what I want. Okay. John 15, 13. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Um, And also, um, in the other two scriptures I didn't read, but I can can just tell you them. Um, the Lord says, if we love each other, like we, let, he says, the love, the love of the Lord thy God with all our heart, soul, and strength and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So he wants us to love him, and he wants us to love our neighbor as ourself. You know, he want, you know, it was no greater love than, than, what, he, than what he had, and he said, he said, you know, for us to lay down our lives for one another. You know, so again, it goes back to taking care of one another. But it also goes back to, you know, taking care of what God's given to us. And, you know, he's given us, you know, like um, a lot of things to take care of. And, um, and I didn't read other scriptures I want to read, but I, I know what it says. So, so, so it says um, in, in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 16, verse 2, it says, it says to give me, give me your money at the first the first day of the week, basically, you know, just give me your money the first day of the week. You know, Jesus wants us to, he wants our best. You know, I don't feel like it's just that scripture is, you know, he wants us to give him, him our best in everything that we do. He wants us, you know, to give, to give our finances, our time, our effort, everything. He wants us to give, just like Jacob was singing this morning, you know, 
he rules over everything. He, he is a ruler over everything. You know, he rules everything, and he's given this to, this to us. You know, he's, he's blessed us with, with what he's given to us. And, you know, and he give, he's given us everything to do what he's called us to do. So every one of y'all in this house that's sitting underneath the sound of my voice, guess what? God's saying take good care of what he's given. You know, not just, not just the church, but everything. You know, because, because, because he wants us to take care of the church. You know what the church is? It's not just this building. It's, each other, it's one another. It's, you know, we're, we're to, you know, to make sure we take care of one another. We call one another. You know, if somebody's sick, you know, we need to be calling them and say, hey, is there anything I can bring to you? Is there anything you need? You know, and, and I'm going to say this, and, and I'm not trying to be mean, but we got to stop being afraid of COVID, period. Period. we got to stop being afraid of that stuff. The spirit of fear, and God hasn't given that to us. Yeah, it, it's here. Yeah, it's, it's done some nasty things, but we got to quit living in fear. Because God has not given that to us. We're, 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 we're a child of God, you know. And, we're, and he said for us not to be afraid, afraid of anything, you know. He said because he's given us a peace, love, and, 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 and joy and a sound mind, you know. And so, um, but, but also our time. Like we can spend our time doing a lot of things. I'm, I'm done with that, uh, Linda. Um, our time... You know, we can spend our time doing a lot of things. You know, we can spend our time, you know, doing things that are not productive. Or we can spend our time doing things that are very productive. You know, and I think Jesus, you know, I keep looking at, at, our, at, our, at, our, at our statement here. That we're a family gathered around Jesus. And he said, be disciples and make disciples. And I was sharing, I was talking to Tim um, last week. You know, it's not just one generation in this house. You know, there's three generations in this house. Um, there's, there's kids. Actually, actually, there's more than that. So there's, there's, there's little kids. There's teenagers. There's young adults. There's adults. And there's old people. So that's five generations <laughs> You're in the adult section. Well, I'm still I'm still in the kids section, so I don't know what to tell anybody else. So, so, so um, uh, you know, but there's five generations in the in this house, you know, and it's like we're a family, so it shouldn't be just like oh okay. The kids are the kids. Somebody else can take care of the kids. That's 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 somebody else's job. Guess what? That's all of our jobs. Teenagers, guess what? There are teenagers. It's not, we're supposed to take care of them, love on them, reach out to them, take care of them. Guess what? Young adults, same thing. We're supposed to take care of each other. Regular size adults, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> you know, we're supposed, to take, we're supposed to take care of each other. You know, older people are supposed to take care of each other. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to take care. It's not just 
this generation takes care of their self. This generation takes care of this, their self. You know, each generation takes care of their self. No, we're supposed to take care of each other because God, that's what God says. We're supposed to, we're supposed to take care of one another. That's, that's, that's what Scripture says. Because I've always had, I've seen this mentality. It's like one generation would be like, oh, they're doing their thing. We don't, we don't, we don't need to minister to them. We don't need to reach out to them. We don't need to show them love. Just write them off. Nope. You know, we don't, you know, and that's from little kids to adults. I've seen, I've seen it happen. You know, it's like, it's like I've seen literally the older adults basically, oh, they're, they're old. They're, they're, they have no value. They have great value because you know what they do to us? They pour into us. They give us wisdom and knowledge and stuff that they've walked through and went through, and they've given it to us, you know? And they're, and they're making us into a, not, not just a family, but they're, they're making us into disciples because they, they're, trying, they're trying to show us how to follow Jesus the way they follow Jesus, you know? And, and I think that's a big deal, you know? So we need to listen. We need to listen to each other, and 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 be be you know be open to what each other has to say, you know, um, and stuff, you know. So so that's, you know, that's what what he's been showing me show, showing me about about us taking care of each other, stewarding each other's hearts, stewarding our time, stewarding our church. It all has to do with each other. It all goes back to each other. Is what it goes back to. You know, and, and, you know, you know, I, I, I appreciate every one of y'all because to me, y'all are a special gift that God has given to me. So I don't know if you know this, I'm going to share this with you. I had a prophetic word gave to me 20 years ago, 20 years ago. And get, you know what? In the last five years in this house, it's being fulfilled. It's being fulfilled. Me up here talking was a prophetic word that was given to me 15, 20 years ago that I would be sharing a word with people. You know, 15 years ago that I would be going places and ministering to people, and it's coming to pass, and it's all because of Jesus. It, has, it, is, it is all because of Jesus and, and your obedience, and I was just getting ready to get into that. So, so... Um, so I played a song on Wednesday night, and Jesus just wants our simple obedience. That's all he wants out of me and you. He's not asking for much. He's asking for our obedience. When he speaks, you listen, and you do what he says to do. It's that easy, you know? And people think listening is hard, but I'm going to tell you, Every one of us in this house hear from God. So I don't want to hear that stuff I don't hear from God because that's a lie from the enemy. It's a lie from the devil. Every person in this house hears from God and hears from Jesus and hears from heaven because guess what? Sometimes you might get an impression in your gut that says to do something. You might get a thought in your mind or a word in your mind that says, oh, I need to talk to this person about this, 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 and this. Or I need to go visit them. I need to go take them a meal. You know, I need to do those things. That is a word of God. So many people think I've got to have a prophetic word 
I've got, I've got to hear the audible voice of the Lord. Guess what? He speaks like that, but a lot of times he doesn't. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that he, that, that he speaks in a still, small voice. And he says, listen to it. So sometimes it's not something great big that he's going to say, hey, hey, Jonathan, go, 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 uh, go pray for so-and-so. It's not, it's not like that. It's not an audible voice of God. Sometimes it's just an impression or a thought, or sometimes it's just somebody gets brung to your mind. You know, it's as simple as that. And it, sometimes we make it a lot harder than it, than it, than it should be, you know. And, uh, you know, um, but he wants our simple obedience. That's what he wants. You know, Jesus, Jesus was simple. You know, he did simple things. You know, and we make it so hard. It's not that hard. You know, he's given, he's given us the greatest gift that we could ever have, and that's his son. He's given us his son, and he said, go do what, go do what I did. You know, that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to go do what he did. He wants us to be a family. He wants us to love each other because that's what he did. His disciples was his family, you know. That was, that was, his, that was his family. You know, they, 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 they talked a lot. They probably argued a lot. They probably, you know, because families do that, you know, you know. They argued a lot probably and, and forgave a lot and loved a lot. And that's what, and that's what it's about, you know. Um, because so many, so many people think, you know, we need to, you know, just have everything together, you know. Jesus was the perfect one. And that doesn't give us, you know, register to sin, but, you know, when we fall down, we get back up. You know, when we fall down, we get back up. Um, you know, and I'm letting you guys know, I've had nothing but excitement in my spirit for this house. Ever since, ever since, I had it before, but ever since Adam has left, there has just been an excitement in my spirit about this house, about what God wants to do in this house. And I think it really goes back to us stewarding what he's given to us and taking care of what he's given to us. You know, if it's worship ministry, if it's greeters, if it's cleaning, cleaning, cleaning the church, whatever it may be, from the biggest thing to the littlest thing, I believe if we steward it well and build a system, this is what's going to happen. The Holy Spirit's going to show up. And he's, going to, and he's going to show up in power. And God's going to bring people that we never thought of. Because if we're not faithful in the little thing, how can he bring masses of people in this house? It's not, it's not going to happen unless we're ready for it. And I believe that's what he's doing. He's readying us and preparing us for what he wants to do in this house. For what he wants to bring in this house. You know, and he's saying, get ready for it. Prepare for it. Build the system. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm, not, I'm really not a system guy. I, honestly, I, I'd rather just fly by the seat of my pants. You know, but the Lord said, build a system so I can come and dwell, so I can come and sit, and I can come and be with you. And, that, and that's why he wants us to build a system. That's what I'm doing on Wednesday nights with prayer. I'm building a, I'm building a system. You know, I'm, I'm building a training ground 
for God to come move and do what he wants to do. And he is, he is showing up. Wednesday night was, was awesome. Like, God just showed up. Like, and he does every time I walk. This morning, he's here. He was here this morning. He is here right now, sitting in his building with every single one of us and sitting with us. And he wants every one of us to know that he loves us. And he, he's, ready to, he's ready to do whatever he wants to do. But he's just waiting on us. He's waiting on us to be ready so he can move. You know, I've heard so many prophetic words spoken over this church that it's a gateway to this community. It's this to this community, that to this community. Uh, you know, and you know what I've seen? And this is just, and this is just in the eight years I've been coming here. I've been coming here eight years, uh, November, November, November of this year. And I have never seen a church so attacked in my entire life. So you know what that tells me? The enemy is threatened by what God wants to do. He's, he, he is threatened. And Jesus is, is, is going to do something with Gateway Fellowship. Jesus is going to do something with each one of us in this house. But guess what? Are we going to be obedient to what he tells us to do? Are we going to be obedient in the little thing that he tells us to do? Are we going to be obedient in the big thing that he tells us to do? Because I'm telling you guys right now, I'm getting stretched. The Lord is stretching me. So, so it's not like I'm getting up here telling you something that I, that I ain't going through right now. Because the, the Lord is stretching me. And he said it's going to be fine. He said it's going to be good. You know, So don't be surprised if, if Jesus says do something that you normally would say I'm not going to do. Because guess what? He might be testing your obedience to see what you're going to do, you know. So, what time? What time we got, Linda? Okay. So I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna end with this, and 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 then you can and then you can come. So, um. So so I've been seeing nothing but testimonies in this house. Nothing but testimonies. I've been up here three four weeks in a row and prayed over people and seen God do. Do awesome stuff. And I'm, I'm just going to say the things that he's done. A couple weeks ago, Mark came up here, and he had a problem with his back. And pr- prayed for him, and guess what happened? We went, we went and had, had a prayer lunch in, and all, all the pain left his, left his body. You know, that's, that's Jesus. That's what Jesus does. And it's not about staying. This is about Jesus. You know, I, I want you guys to know that, that, that the stuff that happens, it's because of Jesus that lives inside of me, and he lives inside of all y'all. So y'all can do the same stuff that I'm doing. It's not, it's not a special thing that I'm doing because everybody else can do it. Um, you know, Katrina, a couple weeks ago we were in prayer, and I called out arms, and I, I started praying for her arms, and there was just electricity going through her arms. I could literally feel electricity. And... She hasn't pain, had no pain in her arm since. And that was probably about a month ago. You know, that's the stuff that Jesus is doing in this house here. You know, what Jacob was singing over this house this morning, that's for us. This is a house of miracles. God is doing miracles in this house. You know, and we need to start talking about it. It's not a secret. 
We need to start talking about what he's doing, you know? Um, yeah, Jonathan's neck. He come in here on, on, on Thanksgiving, and he couldn't even, he could not hardly move his neck. And me and Carl prayed for him, and about, I'm going to say it wasn't even five minutes. And he was, he was like, I'm, I'm going. He's like, he's like, I'm going to go do something. And he was like 100% better. I'm talking 100% better. Like, like you could literally see the pain on his face when he came in, in, in the prayer place. And God just healed his neck instantly, you know? Yeah. And that's, and that's the stuff that Jesus is doing in our house. So we need to get used to it because, because he's going to keep doing it. If we're obedient and we just, we just do what he says he does, you know, he's going to keep doing things. A couple of weeks ago, I said somebody had an issue with their groin. It was Tom. He hasn't had a problem with it since, as far as I, as far as I know. Um, you know, uh, um, somebody had, had an issue with their, with, 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 with their thigh and with their hip. Pain completely gone. Prayed. Their pain was like at an eight, a level eight. When, when, when we got done praying, there wasn't no more pain. It was gone. That's what Jesus is doing in this house. He's bringing healing, not just physically. I've been seeing God doing some emotional things too, which, which I won't address. But he's healing emotional, physical, and spiritual stuff in this house. So... Be obedient and listen to the small voice that, God, that God's saying. You know, because even though we have prayer team up here, if God's speaking something to you, be obedient to it and do what he says to do. Even, if, even, though, even though if it sounds crazy, do, do what he says to do. You know, because, because you never know what he could be calling one of us to do because it could break out everything. So, so I just encourage you, no hesitation, because God wants to bring a visitation through our obedience.